I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we are going to be talking about grieving and breakups. No one's favorite subjects, but we have to deal with them. I thought it would be helpful for everybody to learn a little bit about grief today. Okay. Can you tell everybody what grieving is? Well, it's hard to put words to it, but grieving is a process that human beings have and animals have, we've now found out, um, that elephants cry when they come across, across the bones of their lost relatives. Wow. So because grief is inevitable in this world, whether we're animals or humans, um, there has to be a process to try to resolve it. Mm -hmm. My favorite way of looking at it is the old-fashioned way because I'm kind of old. And I like the way that Dr. Freud talked about grief okay. for anybody or anything. And he talks about energy and the energy that we have and the energy we invest in other people. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a relationship with someone, enough to have considered yourself being in a relationship, then you've put some energy into this person. Mm -hmm. And when this person is no longer there, you miss them. You feel sad. You think about them. You want to cry. And that is kind of the bones, the bare bones of what grieving is. You miss somebody or something sometimes and you feel sad and you respond in your emotional system to feeling sad. And many people misunderstand that grief doesn't end quickly and it's not anything that anybody can just get over. Um, it's a process and we have to go through the sense of process. And in a world of instant everything, that's kind of hard to remember some days. Sure. Yeah. And there are stages. The first stage of grief is denial. Okay. What's the first thing most people say when they heard Mr. So-and-so died? They're in denial? No, I can't believe it. Why, I just saw him last week. Yeah. Right? So our immediate response is to not, oh no, this is too terrible, this can't be happening, no. Mm -hmm. It's too painful. Right. And if you've been, again, people think only of death, but it's of many other things. Yep. Um, absolutely, and, like a breakup, you yep, definitely... Absolutely, it's the death of a relationship, if you want to look mm -hmm. at it that way. So, um, certainly it's denial, this can't be happening, he'll call me tomorrow, we'll be fine, we'll somehow work it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, and there's a kind of numbness that goes with that too. Like you're dazed, you don't quite know where you are. Mm -hmm. The world doesn't look in the right proportions somehow. And, and so you may pass a few days kind of numb and not really having wrapped your mind around this. And I think Mother Nature, in a way, by having a process, gives us some time to wrap our mind around it. Because mm -hmm. okay? it would be too painful. Be too painful. Yeah, and Mother Nature has ways of keeping us from dealing with the too painful. Absolutely. Yeah. Like coping mechanisms. The coping mechanisms mm -hmm. of all kinds. Okay. The next stage is anger. And I've had people come to me and say, I don't know why I'm angry. I shouldn't be angry. I should be able to handle this. I should be able to accept, to accept this and all of that in time. But in the beginning, it's a terrible shock. 
So you're angry. Why is this happening to me? Why is God taking this person from me right now? Yeah. What What is this about? Um, and then sometimes you get angry at yourself. If I hadn't done this, it wouldn't have happened. Um, and, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I what know that one. What could I have done? I'm looking over every conversation we ever had. Um, and that is a big one. Yeah, it is. That is a really, really big one. In fact, I think that's the probably the biggest one. But isn't that more bargaining? We, that's the next stage. You're, you're ahead of yourself. <laughs> you're just angry now, okay? <laughs> I can't believe you did this. <laughs> and, they, and these things don't go in perfect order, of course. Nothing like this does. No. Um, so the next stage after that is bargaining. And bargaining goes all through all of these stages. Oh, I mean, these are only words the that we for find. Me. Yeah, these are do only you, the words that we find. Bargaining. Do you remember how bad I was with bargaining? I, I do remember. Yes. Can you tell the people a little bit about bargaining? Oh man, with the bargaining, I used to sit there and go over every conversation, every complaint she ever had about me, everything that I did wrong. But it distorts reality yes, it does. because you're not seeing that maybe I said something or did something that upset her, but it was in response to something she said or did or something that I didn't like that she did. So it's, it's very one-sided and you get so wrapped up in if I had just done it differently, we would it, still be together. It also maintains a sense of control. If it was my fault, at least at one time I had control over this process and could have done something different. But death or breakup, none of us choose them. They just show up. Um, and it's hard to accept that we don't have any control over some things. Yes. I think bargaining is the thing that I see people do the most. I think so too. They every day, because it's like we want to feel connected to our ex. We want to still feel that right. connection with them. Whether And a lot of times we go to social media. And um, it's very interesting what we can do, how we connect so strongly just to their social media. And all this time, very slowly, we are withdrawing the energy that we invested in this person. But the problem is, is that when they continue to think about it, it keeps them heavily invested. And it, it's very hard for them to move on. And we let go slowly. Oh, very slowly. Very slowly. Very slowly. And when you haven't had your needs met, Right. It's even harder. Absolutely. Then you're really not going to let go because you're... Every loss brings up every other loss mm -hmm. we've ever had in our lives. Now, that's a really cheery subject to tell you. However, loss is inevitable. And if things work right, um, when other losses come up, we work through them just a little bit further mm -hmm. each time. So we grow with every loss we have to manage our way through. But, you know, when you're dealing with a... a lost like a breakup, it can't, It will bring you through the pain of the other breakups or the other losses Absolutely. or your abandonment with your caregivers or maybe your parents passed away. Any other losses you've ever had will come up. The interesting thing that we've talked about this, and I don't think we've talked about it much in the videos, is how in our unconscious our relationships kind of live on forever. Right. Most of the way we're made when we attach to anyone, there is no time in the unconscious. And we assume, not assume really mentally, but emotionally, we assume that all warm relationships are forever. And we are not 
happy when we find out that doesn't happen mm -hmm. by death or breakup or by whatever else. We are angry, we are unhappy, and we bargain. A lot. A lot. I think that's probably the biggest struggle that and I And I see. think it, it's in each of the other stages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, the if, I like to call it the if-onlys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If only I said this, uh, yeah. if only I'd done that, right. if only I'd listened, if I... There's so much to it. Right. And it goes so much deeper than just, um, you know, if only they had asked you to mow the lawn and you had done it, then you'd be together. Well, did they ask you to mow the lawn on the day that they knew you weren't feeling good and that's why you didn't want to do it? You know, you yeah. get you distort yeah. everything. Sure, you distort everything. Now, there's probably some truth to it too. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't make any sense. But somewhere in the process, you blame them, you blame yourself, you do all of that back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a tennis match. Yes. <laughs> you just keep going back and forth. It's my fault. It's forth. her fault. It's my fault. No, wait a minute. Yeah. I have found that when I was going through my breakups, I blamed myself more than anything. Yes, you did. And you know. That probably had a lot to do with early stuff with my dad leaving my mom and then you know as a child when you're little you think everything's about you so I assumed that it was I did something. Most kids think they did. Most kids blame themselves. And I don't remember doing it no. but I'm sure that on some level I thought it or sure. felt it. Sure. So you know you sit there and you just try and evaluate every single thing you've done wrong. Well in some ways it can be helpful. It can be. Because if you kind of look at it and see, okay, I did this wrong, what can I do differently yes, next Yes, that's time? how you learn. If she was put off by X, Y, or Z, you want to think about X, Y, or Z. Because you don't want another failed relationship. And sometimes people will tell you things that aren't true. Mm -hmm. I found that a lot of people will say things that you did wrong in the relationship. You didn't do. Just to get rid of you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You. You know I, that happened to me. Yes, you were told all sorts of things. And I remember trying to intervene and saying, No, Craig, that was not your fault. And that was not a wrong thing that you did. But I couldn't see it for a long time. No. I didn't realize that their behavior was distorting reality as an excuse to end the relationship. Because sometimes people don't know what to say, don't know what to do. Even if you've done nothing wrong, they have to tell you something. Yeah, they have to tell you something. So You're not you going to leave them alone until they do. Yeah, so you, did, yeah, you didn't take me to the sale at Macy's. That's it. Yeah, and you and you're like, oh my God, she she loves Macy's. If I had only taken her to Macy's, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we really beat ourselves yeah. and up. And there's a lot of there's a lot of denial, and as Craig says, distorted information around a breakup in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and we go through blaming us, blaming them, blaming I don't know anybody else we can think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we just when we desperately want to change the situation. Did you want me to get rid of my cat? Maybe you don't like cats and I didn't ask you. Did you have allergies? <laughs> that actually, you remember that happened? <laughs> my cat got part of the blame because yep. the cat slept on her pillow. Mm -hmm. I do remember. <laughs> Poor cat. But, that was the best cat. But I think what's very important to know is that grief is a process. Now, you know, we find words for these things the best way we can. Um, but fortunately, People came before us who figured out some things about the process, and it makes us feel better. My feelings are normal. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to curse. It's okay to do all of these things, and it doesn't make you not normal, and it's not a weakness. Mm -hmm. I've had people tell me that grieving is a weakness, and I wanted to say, try not doing it and see what happens to you. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, let's go on with the stages and then we'll go back. Okay. Um, so we bargaining. have yeah, denial, anger, bargaining, the actual grief where you cry and where you really feel the loss of that person and what it means to you in your life. Yeah. And that's the real part of it. That's the real part of it. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> sitting with it. Sitting with it. And that's the key is to sit with it. Um, people try to outrun it, they try to outsmart it, they try to say so, stay so busy. I've even heard people say, well, if you stay really busy, then you won't feel sad. No, there's no, there's no avoiding it. It will make you do it eventually. Mm -hmm. And then you'll feel better because you will have completed the process. And that really, I think, is the, the stage where you really pull back your energy from this person and begin to accept that this is really over. So that's sometimes, sometimes you're not going to get back with your ex. Right. Some people will not get another opportunity with their ex. And that's just the unfortunate truth. But at least 50% will. Well, I, I don't know what the percentage is. but 50 like Yeah, you did some research on I that. I did, yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the percentage is, is higher than it is lower, that you'll have another opportunity. Sure. As some type of opportunity. It could be small, it could be big, but depends. And that's why I say you want to work as hard as you right. can in the t amount of time that you have. So you guys, a lot of times, are desperately wanting that person back now. Well, guess what? And who blames you? Yeah, but if you get them back now, you might lose them just as quickly as they came back. Right. Time away from that person is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Process is not something we talk about much these days. But many, many things are a process. Investing in someone is a process as well. And if you're aware of that and that some things don't happen instantly, it's kind of comforting to say it isn't all over in one shot or yep. one day or anything like that. Yep. Um, and the final stage is acceptance. That means there's no more if-onlys. This is it. This is what happened. Um, I'm dealing with the reality. Yeah. Um, I've done my kicking and screaming and whatever else I had to do. Um, and I now understand and accept I don't have to like it but I accept that it's reality and we need to go on. And as this process has gone on, we have re kind of taken back the energy that we put into this person and this relationship. And now we have it again to begin to reinvest in, you know, you may have hidden in your house for six months, so you can come out and invest in the world again or begin to think about a new relationship. Yeah. And it's really important that you talk about it. Yes, and I was going to say, and how long does this take? What I've noticed is that most major religions have some sort of an anniversary on the date that the person passed. Mm -hmm. So I think that's saying that it's going to take at least a year mm -hmm. if you lose a family member. Um, but there is no time limit and there are no hard and fast rules. If you lose a spouse, um, a partner you've been with for a long time, it can take a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so don't feel that you're not normal if you're still doing some bargaining two or three years later. You're absolutely. not abnormal at all. Yep, okay? absolutely. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, you got to remember that even though right now you feel like it's never going to change, it will. And the way you feel today will be 
different three months from now, six months from now, Although a year from now. Although it does not feel like it at the time. No, it does not. But it will. At some point, you will be doing better. And the harder that you work, the more uh, changes that you make in yourselves to improve yourself, to be aware of the kind of partner that you are, to better yourself as a partner, right. the, the healthier you're going to be for the next person the next part. or them because you the you know so many of you guys focus on no contact no contact isn't going to fix the problem right contact isn't going to fix the problem is what we yeah <laughs> yeah if you're not ready if you have contact it's not going to work it's going to explode right back in your face so don't be so uh, quick to try and reunite with your ex because if you haven't really undergone a lot of work and changes in yourself, you'll go right back to those old patterns. And, it's and I talked, I, I got to talk about a guy I talked about to, to, with today. Uh -huh. He got his ex back. Right. Uh, they started talking again. And he went right back to the old behavior. Yes, he did. Yeah. And so I talked to, and then what happens? They fell apart again. And now he made it worse. He, he didn't stick to the plan we talked to. I gave him a very set of a strong set of instructions. They said, follow this, do this, work on yourself. He didn't listen. No, he didn't. And and now he doesn't. she doesn't want to talk with him. Right. And he doesn't know quite what to do. Yep. So, you know, you got to work on yourself. You're going to have to grieve the relationship. Um, I highly recommend you get yourself a therapist in your area. Or, of course, you could do a coaching with me. And soon enough, you'll be able to do coaching with Margaret. Right, we're gonna we're working on getting that going. To talk with you. Yeah. Believe me, we are constantly evaluating these situations and these breakups and exploring better ways to deal better with ways it. To do with it. Healthier ways to deal with it. And we love your feedback. Yep, absolutely. We love your feedback. You know, what's helpful? What isn't? You know, when you send us, you know, success emails or comments, you know, we try and look at them and consider them for how to educate you guys further. Right. And. Just let me add, while you're in the grieving process, um, you'll have reunion fantasies. It's okay. Oh, yes. It's normal. Let's it's talk. Okay. Should we Should we do just a separate video on reunion I fantasies? I think eventually we will do okay. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because we always do that. But it's most important that you don't think you're crazy. And you know that you're following a process we've been, figure out, been able to figure out somewhat, at least. And the more loss that you've had, the harder it is going to be to get through this. Right. Because you've had so many unmet needs that it's hard to let go. But you gain strength with each loss you complete because you take back that energy. Mm -hmm. so. Anything else you'd like to add about grieving? I don't like it either. Do you? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right. All right. So that that we'll talk about this more in the future. Okay. But that was a good little overview. Just uh, I want to go back to denying that all relationships <laughs> are not forever. I liked it there. That sounds but good to me. We do have to deal with reality. So don't, you don't have to want to. No, of course not. All right. So that's it for this video. If you want to get my help personally, just go to the website askcraig.net. You can sign up for email coaching. You can sign up for Skype coaching. Uh, but I am Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.